Hello, and welcome to the Infinite Escape Room, the puzzling podcast where geographically diverse chums have a few drinks and work together to solve a homemade escape room. I'm Mike, I'm drinking the remains of a Green King IPA, uh, which is serviceable as a beer. And locked in with me today, we have... Okay. I'm Alid, and I'm drinking the remnants of a McGuigan Black Label Merlot. Um, I'm Bailey, and I'm drinking a lovely little gin and tonic. Uh, gin is Mason's Dry Yorkshire Gin. Very fancy. Hmm. And I'm John, and I'm drinking, though me and Alan did not plan this, a McGuigan, which I thought was called McGudgeon, but apparently it's McGuigan, Chardonnay, hmm. which is lovely. Hmm. And apparently has won awards, but one of those fake wine awards that no one ever hears about. And as a Chardonnay is, of course, a girl's drink. Quite. <laughs> I ran out of manly red. Don't know why that happened. So by this point, we've all been uh, recording together for half an hour. Um, so all of our drinks are already um, running a little Got bit low. <laughs> uh, the ice has melted. The I ice has melted it. because of the place that we're in, which will be revealed soon unless you read the episode title, which is likely because it's probably on your phone or on your computer. But anyway, the premise... <laughs> So, how does it work? Each week we'll be locked into a charmingly themed escape room of the years, within which we've each secretly crafted a puzzle. We'll present those puzzles in turn, while the others try and solve them. And if we don't escape within the hour, then terrible things shall befall us. And if we break anything, Allard, then we'll lose our deposit. Who needs a deposit? It's fine. We're doing a real escape room next week. You will not break anything. <laughs> I'm going to break all the things. We're going to have to fight Bailey off to do it. <laughs> I'll get there first, Allard. Game on. Ben will be licking it. Rah. Alan and Bailey. Oh, it's me. me and Alan will be amazing. Yeah. Actually, Laura Alan's won't be with us. Yep, sounds great, guys. Really sounds, sounds wonderful. I'm so glad I'm hearing about this now. But <laughs> if you lived in Wales, John, we can't help where you live. True, the true. one time the Welsh kind of get one over on the Londoners that they No, we have many escape there. rooms. Precisely. You've got like three, so. So, this week the four of us are driving down the outside lane of one of the Infinite Escape Room's many motorways. Unfortunately, Allard is drinking at the wheel, John is texting at the wheel, and Bailey is driving at the wheel, and can't see past all the drinking and texting. We hit the central reservation at four miles an hour, and are instantly killed by inferior Chinese airbags. We open our sight. <laughs> I resent that comment. No, no, I resent it. Bailey, we crashed because you couldn't see past all the drinking and texting. No, no, you Not we crashed because you're a lady I drive. Also, yeah, well, I, I resent I knew, it. I knew that your introduction would be bleak. I didn't realise it would be this bleak. We open our eyes to find ourselves in a lobby of the most terrible kind. Our feet crunch across crackling brimstone, our ears are assailed by the wails of the damned, and our eyes sizzle at the sight of rivers of fire, and big signs say, Welcome to Escape Room Hell, um, all over the place, leading us to suspect that we might be in hell. Uh, escape Room Hell. Yes, yes, over there, in the corner, we see padlocks with missing keys, props that haven't been reset, and games masters giving misleading <laughs> hints. And Alan not setting up a netbook properly for a recording. <laughs> this is clearly where people and puzzles that have led sinful lives come to spend eternity. Fortunately, though, it's nearly the summer holidays, and it looks like the puzzle devil is in teacher training for the day. So, if we escape before he gets back, we might be able to hop back into our corporeal bodies. The gates of hell behind us are locked with three whimsical padlocks. Let's escape! Before us, we have the fourth circle of hell. The HR oh. department of hell. And the yeah. pub of hell. The pub of hell. The pub of it. hell. It's a Weatherspoons, isn't it? <laughs> what do we fancy first? I pub. Don't mind? Pub. Yeah, pub. 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 Let's go to the pub. To the pub. And this is my puzzle. You enter the pub through a door marked hellhole. <laughs> In front of you, <laughs> you can see a bar with four taps and spikes for seats. On the left-hand wall, there is one solitary candle flickering. On the right-hand wall, there is nothing. On the wall with a door on it that you just came through, there is nothing besides the door. On the floor in front of you is a dusty old red carpet. What would you like to look at first? Call me contrary, but because you said the wall on the right, there is nothing. I want to examine the wall on the right and check that there is actually nothing. Sure. On the wall on the right, 
There is nothing. Damn. <laughs> well, I'm try. out. <laughs> That's it. We're stuck. <laughs> okay, so I just um, want to make sure I've got everything. We had four taps, some spikes for seats, a red rug. A candle on the left. A candle on the left. Thank you. Can we turn a tap on? You can. So, yeah, what, are the, what are the taps look like? So there are four taps. They look like the old-fashioned garden taps that you just twist. So it's okay. on or Sorry? off. Like a, oh, like a like a little brass, not like a yes. bar tap, like a little brass yeah, tap. Like, are they labelled in any way? So there are four taps, and from left to right, they are labelled as such. First one on the left is red wine, followed by red cider, followed by red lager, followed by red water. Interesting. Is there any cups or anything to, a bucket or anything to catch the... So there is one empty pint glass on the bar. Okay. Okay. Um, Could we go and have a look at the candle? Sure. So you look at the candle and it is flickering. It appears to be on its last legs, but it is still just about lit. And it seems to me you live your life. No. Like a candle in the pub. (laughs) Pub of hell. Wow, the Princess Diana song would have been very different. Seems to me like she lived her life like a candle in the pub in hell. <laughs> so he just said flicking on its last legs and that came to me. Hey, there is someone out there. There is someone out there tweeting as Diana in heaven. It's so funny. They cracked what? me up. <laughs> they have tweeted some terrible oh, things. Oh no. They are genius. They are Christ. absolute genius. Alad, um, can we take a look at the spikes for seats, please? So there are four spikes. Good luck sitting on them. Hmm. I shan't. I, I nominate John sit on one. See, I wonder if there was a little a little hint in that in that phrase. Good luck sitting on them. Um Or it's just no, or drifting it's just, with sarcasm. Yeah, it's just drifting with sarcasm. There's one way to find out, John, and that's for you to <laughs> plant your sit keister. On it, John. Mm-hmm. Sit on it. Um no, I instead I'm going to uh put a little of the red water in the glass and have a drink. Sure. So you open the red water tap, and it pours water into the glass, and you have a drink. What does it taste like? Hot water. Hot water. Other flavours. As opposed to this cold water, which tastes amazing, hot water tastes less so. You are right, actually, which is weird. Funny, that. Um, okay, what about the red lager? So if you turn the tap for the red lager, lager comes out and immediately evaporates before it hits the glass. Okay, no. what if I put some of the red water in the glass first? and then pour in some of the red lager. If you turn the tap for the red lager, it will again immediately evaporate without hitting the glass. Oh, so it's like evaporating straight out of the tap? Correct. We may need to make some sort of um, like evaporative demijohn or something. <laughs> um, okay, can we uh, can we try the, the cider as well? You can, and if you, it'll do exactly the same. So you turn the tap, as and the it lager. immediately evaporates as it comes out. And what was the other one? Wine? It was wine. You try that? You can. You turn the tap for wine, and again, it immediately evaporates as soon as you turn the tap. So the three aren't producing anything. But the water produces Do we have to put the candlelight with water or something? Hmm. Or or are we just going to be in a dark room? Um. Or is it going to reveal symbols or something, or the code? (laughs) That'd be nice. I don't know. But there's also, isn't there a... um, A red rug. uh, A red rug, Can we we take a look at the red carpet? Yeah. You can. So it's a dusty, well-worn red carpet. Is it personalised to the pub? <laughs> Are you suggesting that there's a Weatherspoons in hell? <laughs> of course there's a Weatherspoons in hell. Where do you think Tim Weatherspoon came from? <laughs> Hello, I'm Tim Weatherspoons. <laughs> oh, here we hook go. you in with my reasonably priced craft ales and okay food. Great, we've been in here 15 minutes, and so far we've had Princess Diana's death and Tim Weatherspoon impersonations. Tim Tim Weatherspoon's sneaky Brexit. This is like the best Uh, recording ever. It was worth Um, the wait. Okay, okay. I feel like the candle is is relevant. Yeah. Let's let's put the candle out. Hang on, hang on, hang on. If the stuff is evaporating out of the glass, can we use the candle to kind of. Oh, will it like light it or something? Yeah. Is it gas? So, Alan, if I hold the candle under the red lager and turn the tap on, what happens to me? So, you can take the candle off the wall. Is that what you want to do? Yes. Sure. You take the candle off the wall and put it under the red lager tap. 
turn the tap, and again, it evaporates before hitting the candle. So it's not like an alcohol content thing. Can we do it with the wine? Because that would have a higher ABV. <laughs> That's very technical. <laughs> wow. Well, Spot the drink word. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, you you're can, by all means. And the same happens. Do we, do we get anything, any sort of like alcoholic like haze or anything off it? You get kudos points for knowing ABV volume, and that's about it. Okay. Yay, we've got okay. a point. Oh, right. shit. Different, different, point. different strategy. Um, can I try and drink the lager straight from the tap? No, it's not going to work. That's okay. just a regular Tuesday night for you, John, really, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Hook it up to my veins. Hello. One pint of carling, please. <laughs> and a fight in a car park. I don't need a glass. Just attach my lips to it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm far too posh to attach my own lips to things. Where's my wife? Ooh, attach my lips ooh, to things. Come on, I've attach your lips to this. I've got an idea. I've got an idea. Um, I'm going to take... So the carpet, is it a rug? Can I pick it up? You can pick it up. Okay. I'd like to pick it up, and I'd like to sort of put it right up against the tap of, say, the red lager, and turn the tap on so it's going straight into the carpet. Sure. <laughs> oh, you're thinking like a steam clean. <laughs> Yeah, I'm thinking that in hell, you, the pub is so bad that you have to drink out of the carpet. You may find that in hell, alcohol evaporates so quickly it doesn't touch anything. <sighs> Shall we just put the candle out? Because that's the only thing that's going to put the candle out. Yeah, okay, let's go for that. What do you want to do, put sorry? The, so you want to fill up the glass with some red water and sure. chuck it on the candle. So you do that. You take a glass full of water or red water and pour it on the candle and put it out. The candle is now out and you are in pitch black in the pub. And you notice underneath where the carpet was before John took it up and tried to drink alcohol through it. Um, <laughs> you say that as if it's standard. a very strange a, thing yeah, to standard. do. And I'm the barbarian, John. <sighs> there is a glowing rectangle. Let, can we approach and prod said? You can. So upon inspection, you find that there is a trapdoor labelled Underworld, in brackets, cellar. Okay. Bailey, I nominate you. Thank you, John. Now, I remember why we're friends, like, just from that comment. This is the reason. This is it. Okay, I'll... Can you open the trapdoor? You can. (laughs) So, you... Okay, I'm going to open the trapdoor and I'm going down there, guys. Can I do an opening sound? Okay. That was crap. Damn. <clears throat> I can edit that in, that's fine. Are these your vinegar strokes? <laughs> <laughs> you open the trap door to find a purple vortex of screaming soul. Wow, this is high budget. In amongst the vortex, you see a beautiful woman, Princess Diana. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Who notices you and seductively gestures towards her throat? Oh, I bet you wish you'd we've gone got down to, now, We've got John, to give her we? a drink. We've got to give her a drink. Yeah, give us the a drink. water. Give us some of the water. And how would you like to do that? In the glass. Yeah, but let's not throw the glass at her. The girls had enough. No, like, 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 it's a flat no. glass. Get out of Mike, my pub. No. Did you know this was coming up? Did you bring up Princess Diana because you knew this was coming up? No. I didn't bring her up. Because by what, by what is some like coincidence? Like, Alan's like, it's nothing to do with me, mate. Nothing to do with me. Um, but let's not throw more glass in Diana's way because she's already, you know. Oh, God. <laughs> Should we just give her a drink of water? Yeah, can we, can we pour it uh, gently down the hole? You can, and who's going to do the pouring? Um, I will. Yes. Very well. Oh, why? Am I going to be swapped with Princess Diana? <laughs> Emma, you pour the water down her throat. As you do, she smiles, jumps oh. up from the vortex, and oh. kisses you on the neck as if to say thank you before Damn. vanishing completely. Okay. Where she kisses you begins to burn. Oh, God. And this burn. This wasn't in the job description. And burn. Until your neck blisters, and out from the wound bleeds a small key. You have found the hickey. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <my God. laughs> 
Well sold, mate. Well sold. Jesus. That is brilliant. Kissing my neck about your oil gel. But you wish Princess Diana's. I wish that was my festering wound. Yeah, I'm going to treasure it forever. <laughs> wow, that has to be... I've got antibiotics I mean, I'm, at the moment anyway, puzzle, so... The quote of the podcast has to be, I wish that was my stream <laughs> <laughs> With Emma somewhat disturbed and the guy's very jealous, you now leave the pub <laughs> and return to the lobby. Remaining to us, we have the fourth circle of hell and the HR department of hell. What do we fancy, guys? <sighs> I think the HR department needs a yeah, visit. HR, HR sounds fun. And this is my puzzle. HR room of hell. Ah! You have entered the most feared and monstrous place within the fiery pits. So feared is this room that even the Dark Lord himself, who fell mightily from heaven and created this world, avoids it at all cost. It is... Human resources. No! In fact... No! In fact, just the memory of being cornered by HR demon Janice about soul numbers exceeding her spreadsheet formula limit brings a cold sweat to his unholiness's horns. And yeah, that's the thing in hell. Just Sweaty so horns. Like, yeah, that's the thing. The air conditioning is on full blast. Janice can't possibly put her cardi on. And the light is flickering on and off. Janice has been meaning to get it fixed. Okay. Fuck sake, Janice. One second. <laughs> Does Janice happen to be a real life work colleague of yours? Because I'm sensing. Oh real no, 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 no! She's like an amalgamation of all kind of. <laughs> oh, okay. I think we've like, all met a Janice. Horrible office people. Sure. I, I don't. I actually, I'm very lucky. I don't work with the Janice at the moment. So I have in the past, but not anymore. But she's so um, anyway, you've interrupted. Sorry. Me. Yeah, John, you jerk. Damn it, John! Fuck's sake. <sighs> this is why you're the in atmosphere, hell. <laughs> yeah, it is. Just so you know, the atmosphere of the room makes you feel that. Actually, you may want to give the fourth circle of hell a try, you know, just for shits and giggles. Anyway, in front of you is a desk. On the desk are two paper trays. One says in. It is piled with ashen and mildewed papers. You cannot see the top of the pile. In fact, you all have a sneaking suspicion that the pile is growing while you're in the room. There is an out tray with one piece of laminated paper in it. On the wall behind the desk is a poster with a kitten hanging precariously from a washing line. Under it says the phrase, hang in there. You know, Janice has got a sense of humour. Behind the desk is a mouldy desk chair. Three of the casters are missing and the lumbar support is shot. Under the desk is a waste paper basket. And at the back of the room, there's a wardrobe. Okay. That's it. Uh, is there anything written on the paper in the out tray? Yes. It's a checklist for entry into level seven. Oh. On the list is lust, gluttony, greed, envy, wrath, sloth, and pride. In that okay. order. Are any of the lists ticked? No, it's just it's just a kind of what's needed, really. So it, no, nothing's ticked so far. Okay. Okay. We should inspect the wardrobe. Mm. So you open the wardrobe. And inside, on the on the right hand side, is hanging up a fireproof Mac on a coat hanger. <laughs> then to the left, there are shelves. So a it's like half wardrobe. Mac. Yes. Don't ask why. It's just there. I suppose um, there's no need for a rainproof Mac in hell, is there? No, but there is a lot of fire. Fair so, point. Fair point. You know. Okay. Um, and then the shelves to the left. There's two. So on one shelf is a safe that needs a code to open it. A numerical code. And on the how rest are a collection of items. Sorry, how many did it? Three. Three, okay, thank you. The rest of the shelves are just a collection of items. Okay, could we, with the code, pop <laughs> the numbers 666 in? Mm. Uh, it doesn't work. Nice try. Okay, so you say there are a collection of odds and sods in, in here. Is there anything remarkable in the odds and sods? Okay, so in the odds and sods are... Horn polish. What? Hand mm. horn polish. <laughs> Sorry, just really Otherwise known as lube. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. 
Sorry. Oh my god. What, what did you read it as? Actually, it gets worse. Uh, like possible. where's the devil's horns? Like, like oh, horn polish. Oh, I heard horn polish. Yeah, I heard. <laughs> I heard. It. I, I think Ali did. Oh my god, that could be song. a great term for a wank. <laughs> I'm off for a cheeky horn polish. <laughs> Polishing my horn. Giving it a quick. Oh, polish. I heard horn polish. <sighs> oh my god! I just realised that like, that wasn't meant to sound as dirty. Sorry. Yes, yes, it was all totally innocent. Dear get, honest. Just, it, it, the next item, a couple of items, it doesn't get any better. Um, oh. <laughs> Carry on. Handheld blacklight. <laughs> oh god! Okay. A yellow hard hat. Is that a euphemism? Uh, <laughs> it's whatever you want it to be done. Okay. Oh God, and and a whip, <laughs> <laughs> which somehow managed to be I, the most I, mundane I, of the four. I know. <laughs> oh. oh my God. <laughs> right. Okay. So yellow heart. Hang on. Okay. So these are clearly to help us in some way embody the seven deadly sins. So the whip presumably is so for do you, lust. Do you want to so, take a closer look? Yes. At the whip? Yes, please. Can I take the whip and should I use it? I think um, why not inspect can, it first, you notice, John? Okay, let's... You, you notice some writing on the whip. Yes. And it says lust. And then next I to lust, right. there is the number 60, 60, and a plus symbol. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. And on the hard hat? Nothing that you can see immediately. We should use the black light on the hard hat. Which part of the hard hat are you looking at? The inside? Yeah, you see inside the hard hat, illuminated by the black light, is the word greed, and then the the number 12, 1, 2, and a multiplication sign. Interesting. Okay, now I think I've, I think I know how to do this. So the order of the letter of the, the sins on the bit of paper in the out train, I think that tells us how to do the sum. Yes, and then each of the numeric values and the kind of the calculation that goes with it. It will end us with a number that is the code. Yeah, so at the so, moment we have 60 plus and then glutton, blank, and then greed 12 times. Yes. Okay. So 60 plus was lust. Uh, yep. You may hear typing in the background here. I'm very sorry. Who doesn't have paper and a pencil? Ah, with a child in the house. The 21st century. I'm not doing oh, this in God. crayon. Okay, uh, what was the third item? Um, so we've, we've, the hard hat. Uh, we've not looked at the horn polish yet. <laughs> oh, there's, there's nothing on the horn polish. That's just Are you sure? Thing. Okay. Yeah. Was there a devil's um, horn in there as well? I forget. No, it's just the polish, the light that you've got now, and the hat and the whip which you've got the clues from. Can we inspect the fireproof mac in the wardrobe, please? Um, yes, you shine the light on the collar of the mac, oh. and on there it says pride... And then just the number 20. Interesting. Can we okay. take our magic black light over to the Hang In There kitten poster, please? You, you do. We, what do you want to do to the poster and the light? I, I would like to, um, using the light, illuminate the poster with some light that is black. <laughs> There's nothing on the poster. Is there anything on the back of the poster? So do you want to lift up the poster? I would love to lift up the poster. Okay. Um, so you lift up the poster and you shine the light on the wall and see the word NV and the number 80 and a minus symbol. I'm really hoping this sum works. Well, <laughs> oh, Bailey. I'm getting a bit worried okay. now. There's, we go there's always the editing. Paper in the out tray. Go back to the sheet of paper in the out tray. And could you just, because it's going to be the first three, isn't it? So could you just read us the first three sins in order on the paper? Okay. Lust. Hmm. Gluttony, mm-hmm. greed, right. envy, right. wrath, right. sloth, and pride. Okay, so we've only got lust, greed, and pride, and envy. Yeah, so we need gluttony, wrath, and sloth. There's a waste paper basket as well, I seem to recall. There is. Can we take a look there, there in the is. waste paper basket, please? There's a empty packet of crisps, because Janice loves a crisp. Let's give that the blacklight treatment. On it, it says gluttony. Of course. Gluttony-flavoured crisps. Gluttony-flavoured crisps in hell. Like prawn cocktail, it's brilliant. Um, uh, and on there is so you've got gluttony, the number six, and a plus symbol. Okay. Um, Could we um, take the black light and 
shine it on the mouldy chair because I'm guessing this is going to say sloth. Yes, very good. So that might have made more sense, but unfortunately it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, the treadmill in the corner. Wasn't, um, wasn't that clever. Sorry, Alid. <laughs> but you got the right idea. Look at the furniture. Oh, oh, the desk, the desk itself. Uh, yeah, can we can we use the black light on the desk, please? Uh, can we take a look under the desk, for example? Yeah, you look under the desk and you see wrath, the word wrath, and the number 400, 400, and a plus. Okay, gentlemen, any ideas on where we could find our sloth? Could we take the black light and shine it on the wardrobe doors, Emma? You take the back black light and shine it on the doors and they're, they're blank. There's nothing there. Oh, well, let's look. Uh, let's let's shine it on the. Um, let's take the black light and shine it on the out train and see what we get. Yeah. No, the intro. <laughs> the intro when no that one's one, doing yeah. anything because it keeps but... piling. Uh... Sorry, but you, you've looked in this item. The bin. Yay! <laughs> okay. Um, well done. Can we take a look at the bin itself with the black light, please? You do. You shine the light on the bottom of the bin, and you have. The word sloth, which I realise doesn't make any sense, and the number ten and a minus symbol. Okay. Okay, so uh, just just to recap for the listeners at home, we have lust, against which we've got sixty plus gluttony, which is six plus greed, which is twelve times envy, which is eighty minus wrath, which is four hundred plus sloth, which is ten minus, and then pride, which is twenty, which would be sixty plus six plus. 12 times 80 minus 400 plus 10 minus 20. I really hope this works. My math must be wrong. It says 426. Uh, my math said 10,000. Oh my god, okay. I knew this was going to happen. My turn. Okay. No, I've got it. Oh, I now get minus 260. Oh no. <laughs> okay, so 60 plus 6 plus 12 times 80 Minus 400 plus 10 minus 20 equals six one. Oh, it's the Greek number of the five you, eight thirty. That was my third guess. No, That's no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, fine. I get five eight thirty. No, Alid got the number. How did you get that number, Alid? Six one six. It's the um, it's the it's alternative the number, number of the beast, of the or alternatively, it's known as the true number of the beast. But hang on, though, yeah. what maths did you use to get that? <laughs> Just you just all, told me the, the numbers, stand. Mike. I just told you the numbers. I did the thing, and I got... No, you did the thing, and I did the thing, and <laughs> no, they gave I me 616. What did you get, Mike? 5,830. <laughs> I think this might depend what calculator you do it on. Oh, my God, because some assume bracketing, don't they? Some assume that calculations are passed, and some assume that Obviously, they're cumulative. My, my Google Pixel camera is fairly... Um, uh, right. Simple. Uh, hang, on, hang on, hang on, I'm doing it. I, I see, see folks, folks at home, if you're still with us, I have the same phone as her, so I can now see. Minus 20, it's 616. Yeah, 616. It depends on the calculator. This is hell. But luckily, <laughs> you and Alid had the right ones. And, Mike, and, get a new um, phone. You know. Okay, so let's put no. 616 into the safe, please. You put 616 into the safe. And it pops open, and there's a key. Bailey, what's your key called? The HR key. It's the most boring key in the world, HR key. And Janice is going to be mad, because you've stolen her only key. Okay, you take the HR key and uh, unlock the door, and you're back in the lobby. I think we should go to the fourth circle. I'd agree. I'd agree, too. This one is my puzzle. Welcome to hell. Or more approximately, welcome to a bit of it. A big curvy bit of it. You approach the fourth circle of hell. It's a large circle. Well, you assume it is. Big curve spanning off into the horizon in either direction. Lined with bazillions upon bazillions upon quintillions of little cell doors. All of which appear to be chained shut. Apart from one directly in front of you. Should go through the door? let's, Let's go in. You step through the open doorway as you pass the door itself that fits in the doorway you notice and remember of course that the fourth circle of hill is that of greed the door slams shut behind you the room itself is a small cell with a few items in it to the right of the room 
is a torture rack with a person upon it manacled at hands and legs spread-eagled across. On the left-hand side of the room, the far left wall descending from the ceiling, is a corrugated metal chute, and on the back wall appears to be a rack of terrible torture implements. Oh my god. What would you like to do? Um, Understand why your accent keeps changing. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. So the the rack of like hands and feet and things in front of us, could you just describe that in some more detailed things? Oh, the rack of hands and feet or the... The rack of hands and feet, yes. Oh, so you have a a torture rack on the right-hand side of the room, uh, upon which is a person who is bound at their hands and their feet. Um, Upon closer inspection, you notice the person manacled in place appears to be an unconscious Hitler. <laughs> oh, okay. You judge this. Makes sense. Uh, that or a very good Hitler impersonator, of which there are many. But he does appear to be in full um, Nazi regalia, have the uh, trademark pencil moustache, uh, and crucially has a small Luger wound in his temple. Um, <laughs> he looks utterly, utterly emaciated. I thought he'd be in wrath if not greed. But, um, just, oh, he's emaciated. Know. This is greed. He's hungry. Do we have to feed him? Save Hitler. Hitler. Is that what we have to do? What are we going to feed him with? Can we wake up Hitler? Can we give him a shake? You can. Hitler, come on. (laughs) Was? No, um. You give him a slap. You give slap Hitler. You give punch him in the balls. I'd like to slap (laughs) Hitler, please. Okay, so in order, you, um, you give Hitler a gentle shake and then, um, then a more thorough shake and then a slap and then Alad hits him in the balls. Stick your dick in his eye. Hitler remains, <laughs> Wonderful. I'm afraid, utterly unconscious. His eyes are open, staring into oblivion. The mind has long since fled this um, husk of a Nazi body. Okay, so on the torture rack, what is there? The torture rack contains all of the implements you'd expect to find on a well-appointed torture rack, including lots of buckets, a funnel, <laughs> and the Jeffrey Archer omnibus. <laughs> I honestly thought you were just going to not list anything then and go, everything you'd think to find on a, yeah. you know. Why would <laughs> you why do would the know what's on a torture rack? God, doesn't everyone have a torture Haven't rack? Haven't you been to Milton Keynes? <laughs> Everyone's got one nowadays. Um, 2019, okay. so everyone. I, I would like to stick the funnel in Hitler's mouth. You can. You negotiate it past his little pencil moustache and slot it between his evil teeth. No, I think I'm onto, I'm not, I think I'm onto this. Right, But what can we feed him with there's buckets but, there's nothing in them is there anything in the buckets by the way mike i've always thought the most evilest part of hitler was his teeth <laughs> like hands down definitely they were made him do the the testicle. others he, so he's beady little eyes but no it was always the teeth yeah, he, was, he was actually a really nice bloke until his uh, his wisdoms came through <laughs> and then um yeah complete oh git <laughs> and then he took some antibiotics and it all went wrong we put the funnel in hitler's mouth and um <laughs> Fill him up with a bucket. Um, What's in the buckets? Is there anything in the buckets? The bu- is there anything? Yeah. The buckets, buckets are buckets? perfectly empty. Oh. So we've got to put something in the buckets. What was? What else was in the room again? There was a chute. Do we put the bucket under the chute? Yeah. Mm. Certainly you can. And. Yeah. You place the buckets beneath the chute. Would you care to inspect the chute further? Oh, I would. There's probably a John, button or something inspect on the chute. I will inspect the chute. Upon inspecting the chute, you find it to be a corrugated metal chute disappearing into the ceiling, slightly stained, perhaps uh, the width of a bucket, funnily enough, with a metal chain alongside it, Ooh. with what appears to be a, an old sort of like wooden handle, like you get on an old-fashioned bog. John, that handle. do you want to do the honours? Definitely. You yank the handle, and suddenly... <laughs> After you've applied the horn polish. Oh, I've like... <laughs> and put the funnel in his mouth. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> and you hear an almighty rattle and bang from within the pipe and <laughs> all manner of items start filling your buckets. You can see shakshushka, you can see potato pancakes, bagels, locks, gefilte fish, matzabre and babka, some very popular foods from a nation Hang of people on. who are remain unnamed. All, <laughs> these are all Jewish foods. <laughs> who can say? Oh <laughs> Right, I would like to take the bucket full of Jewish food and pour it into the funnel in Hitler's mouth. And I can't believe those words just came out of mine. I'm glad they came out of yours. You do so. You walk across the room from the chute to Hitler. A walk, I'd say, is probably about you know six, maybe seven metres. Oh, it feels like a long walk. 
<laughs> it, is, it is a long road to Hitler, um, as Nelson Mandela frequently said. <laughs> um, <laughs> with that masterful Nelson What's Mandela that? impression. <laughs> I wasn't sure if you could. Can I yeah. kindly pour the uh, bar mitzvah into Hitler's mouth? Certainly. Having made the commute from the chute to the bench, you pour the bar mitzvah food into uh, Hitler's mouth. Um, it disappears down the chute, sorry, down the funnel with frightening speed. And his belly bloats, his entire body distends, but then re undistends. What's the opposite of distends? Disperse? Stends. Then stends. <laughs> Returns. Dis, distends. The opposite would be stems. Returns. That's it stems to its original emaciated shape. Oh. We need more food. Okay. Can I do it again with another bucket? Certainly. Is, is Hitler actually the key? Is he that emaciated? He's the size of a key and we can get out with him. <laughs> <laughs> it's are, the you saying key. That, are you saying that you want to ah! pick up Hitler? Oh, oh, back up, back up, back up. Two seconds. That would have been a better key. <laughs> the Nazi key. key. <laughs> Sorry, my head my headphones fell off. Sorry, what was it you asked to do? Uh, use another bucket and do the same. You walk across to the chute. You pull the handle. The bucket fills with um, traditional Jewish foods. You walk back across the room and you pour the bucket of food into Hitler. Once again, his belly and entire body distend and swell and then very quickly shrink back down to their original emaciated state. Okay. Is there anything else in the room we haven't seen? No, just uh, lots of buckets, um, the funnel, the um, Jeffrey Archer omnibus, the chute, and the the war criminal. Oh, oh, oh no, no, the, hint, the hint is in the, the journey. The hint is in the journey. The what? So we have to form a human chain. No. Pass the buckets. Oh, okay. Oh, not a human centipede. Yeah, Alice. that's what I heard as well. Yeah, <laughs> no, I know. God. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'd rather stay in the room with you guys than do that, to be honest. Yeah. Does that, has that affected anyone as much as it affected me? It really I've not freaked seen me it. the fuck I've out. Not I've not it. seen it. Just the idea of it. Ugh. Like, every time I go to the toilet, it pops into my head. Sorry. Sorry. Could you roll back a second? Emma, every time you go to the toilet, that pops into your head. <laughs> yeah. And I haven't even seen it. It's horrible. I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, imagine that. It would be so hard to be doing know. this poo when other person's sewn to my ass. <laughs> oh, it's just like isn't that like the worst oh, it's just the worst idea I think any human has ever ever come up with oh I don't but, know you're um, in the room with Hitler well yeah yeah what about but, the holocaust uh, you know, think... Bailey <laughs> Jesus oh, that, was, no, that wasn't a cracker oh, was it okay when you put it like that but it's just disgusting it's just yeah, anyway moving on anyway, um, I suggest anyway. human chain so yeah human chain I can handle so should we keep filling up his belly Okay, can you yeah. can you articulate that for me, please? So, me and Alid and John stand next to each other, each with a bucket, and we form a chain. So, John fills up his back bucket and then passes it down, and we all do that. <laughs> do it sequentially. <laughs> well articulated, Bailey. Thank you. So, yeah. if Emma's <laughs> closer, she fills her bucket, passes it to Alid. Alid passes his bucket to Emma. Alad passes Emma's bucket to me. I chuck in Hitler's mouth. I pass it back to Alad. Emma passes the bucket haven't she we got has buckets, to Alad. Yeah, we've got three, haven't we? Yeah, we're juggling. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, juggle them like that. So there's a yeah, constant, so we're just juggling buckets. A constant supply of barments for food going to Hitler's mouth. Certainly. You do the steps you've just outlined with a perfect human chain of uh, delicious barments for food making its way down to Hitler's gullet. As you do so, Hitler swells. And swells. He starts oh, looking God. a little bit like Goebbels, and then, then he starts looking Mussolini. Then Mussolini. I don't want the key. And oh, then God. he starts looking like the really big fat guy from that Monty Python sketch that everybody loves. The meaning of life, Mr. Creosote. Mr. Creosote. Oh, after mint. After mint. Then he starts looking like a hate-filled beach ball, and then. Bang! <laughs> there is an almighty uh, pop. Oh my god. The walls are covered in, in bar mitzvah for food and Hitler. <laughs> John is already <laughs> scooping bits of him onto a bagel because he oh because John would. John eats food off the floor. Um He ate my pie crust once. He he'll, he'll stop whoa, at nothing. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Why is this something to John gluttony hatred? <laughs> Well, it's not one, not. <laughs> mm. 
Wiping bits of gefilte fish out of your eyes, you notice that the bench upon which Hitler once lay now has simply a large tapeworm on it. It gives you a... It gives you a cheery wave, reaches into its um, its little tapeworm tape uh, jeans pocket um, and places a, a small key in front of you and then slithers away out of a little crack in the room. You have obtained the glutton key and you have solved my puzzle. Yay! Oh, I, I feel dirty. I feel dead inside. Dirty but full. Your mind, Michael. Your mind. Wiping Brits. Uh, wiping. Wiping bits. Oh, uh, wiping Brits. <laughs> that's, that's another circle for another time. Wiping brisket. Wiping bits of matzo and war criminal off your cheeks. You scamper back to the lobby, guys. I believe remaining to us we have the gates of hell, but we do have our three keys. So we take the HR key, the hickey. And the glutton key, we twist them in the whimsical padlocks around the gates of hell, and the padlocks fall off, but the gates themselves do not open. This is my puzzle. I thought I thought we were one short. Jeez. So, in front of you are two giant wrought iron barred gates. They're black and arched at the top and in the middle, and over the arch top, engraved in a giant black rainbow, are the words... Abandon hope, all ye who enter here. Black rainbow? Yes. Don't think about it too much. I certainly didn't. At the centre of the gates is a large metallic padlock. The three above it that you've already opened, and then this new one. And below the padlock is a letterbox. Because, you know, hell has post. Now, so there's two gates, a left gate and a right gate. In front of the left gate are a series of plain boxes. In front of the right gate is a pedestal. What would you like to do? Look in the boxes. Okay. Uh, so there's a whole series of plain boxes. All but one of them are black, and the last one is green. They're about shoebox sized. Are we able to open any of them? Uh, they don't open, but there is a hole in each of them. Uh, you can't see anything in it, but it's about big enough for you to fit your hand in. Hallard. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't done anything yet, Hallard. It's your, your turn. John, can I take Mike's hand and stick it in the green box? <laughs> okay, so Alad puts Mike's hand in any of the boxes? The green one, please. In the green one? There's nothing in it. Apart from Mike's hand? Apart from Mike's hand. Let's leave that in there. Can I take his other hand wait a minute, and wait stick a it minute. in it? <laughs> <laughs> I feel I my agency is being compromised. <laughs> <laughs> I shall take my other hand and place it mm. upon a box, a pit in a box. Any box? Uh, They're in a row. I'll have the one directly next to the green one, please. In fact, where does the green one fall in the sequence? The green one is at the end, on the right. Okay. Oh, bloody hell, that was convenient. I was, what are the odds in that? I've drawn them correctly. <laughs> okay, shall I have the one that's at position five then, please, directly next to the green one? Okay. Uh, there's a smooth uh, glass-like item uh, in a frame with a handle on it. Am I able to remove it? Uh, you can't remove it, but you can pull it up to the hole uh, and a bit of light reflects back at you. It is a mirror. Hmm. Um, I'll put my hand in the fourth box. There's another hand in the box. Ugh. It's metal. Okay. It's a very tightly clenched fist. Okay, mirror fist. Okay. Bailey, do you want to take box um, number three, seeing as it's next to that? Yeah, I'll take that box then. Uh, what's in number three? This box is full of small metal discs. What? Um, how, how big are they? About the size of a two-pound coin. In fact, they're really quite similar to two-pound coins. Okay really quite similar okay so we've got a box of what sounds like a box of two pound coins that would be a good assumption so can i stick one hand in box one and one hand in box two please john you can the hand in box one uh you can feel a warm supple soft object almost blancmange like uh, with a small slightly harder disc at its center with a protrusion in the middle of the disc it smells faintly of dior perfume other box, um, as you put your hand in, the smell really hits you. Uh, it is delicious, crispy, freshly grilled bacon. Mm. Okay. I am once again seeing our seven deadly sins. I am so some, I'm seeing some greed. I'm seeing some wrath. Uh, I'm seeing some uh, oh, pride. Was pride or envy or something? With the mirror. Um, I'm seeing uh, with 
the other one, possibly that's a dick. Um, lust, perhaps. I was thinking boob, but yeah, dick possibly, I suppose. Yeah, actually, John, could you describe if it's closer to a boob or a dick, this uh, <laughs> object in, in one? I think you described oh, it as um, fleshy and delicious with a protuberance. It's more like a boob, but we'll get yes, to that later. Yes, I win! <laughs> yeah, oh, no, you don't yeah, you win, Alan. Everybody win loses. There, Alan. Uh-huh. You're a winner. But yes, it is more like if you were to imagine what you are feeling, more like a voluptuous breast. Okay, so boob is lust. What cup size? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna know, say to, D. To it feels like Diana. a D. Feels like a D. Fantastic. Yeah. Good for that box. Okay, um, so we have our boxes. Um, you mentioned that there was a letterbox. Yes, there's a letterbox in the centre of the two gates. In the centre of the two gates. Is there anything uh, we can uh, that sort of like hang, we can see in the letterbox? Anything we can perhaps it's whip a out of it? Well kept brass letterbox. Uh, you can push it open. There's nothing in it. If you push it open, you can see in the distance the light of the surface of the earth, and nothing okay. else. Is it big enough to push a box through? No. Is there anything on the pedestal? Yes, yes. On the pedestal, there is a sheet of paper and a pen. Thank God. What, what does right, it read? The paper, the paper appears to it? be... What's the paper it? is an administrative form with fields for your name, your age, your gender, etc. All of them have been pre-filled with your name and age. Uh, interestingly, if each one of you looks at it, it all has your own name on it, but only your name. A fun, hellish trick. Uh, it's untitled, except for the words, tick one box only. Then there's a series of words with tick boxes next to them. The words are Luxuria, Gula, Avaricia, Acedia, Ira, Invidia, Superbia. Is this, I'm sorry, there's six of no, the there's words. No, there's seven words. There's, six, there's only six boxes. Okay, so we had Luxuria, Gula, Avaricia, mm-hmm. Acced, Acedia, mm-hmm. Invidia, and Superbia. Um, and Ira. Oh, and Ira, not to be confused with the IRA, but spelled the same. Okay. Is it Ira as in anger, as in wrath? Potentially. I mean, a- what's avaricious? Um, avaricious is when you're you're lusty, isn't it? I guess yes. Av- 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 when you're avaricious, that's when you're really a whore. What? 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 I, don't, what? I don't think it does. <laughs> isn't it? When you're avaricious, you're slutty. <laughs> Avaricious business, lust. I think that might be greedy. I think avaricious, uh, uh, avarice is is greed. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, All right. I mean, well, you, I knew, you could I be just... avaricious for dick. I suppose that would be a form of lust. <laughs> well, no, I, could be. No prizes for guessing. Who didn't study Latin at school? Well, not all of us own half of Derby, John. Apologies. So uh... <laughs> uh, these uh, Latin words we could map to. Um, the the sins so if we go ira wrath ire uh avaricia would be greed first of all avarice um i think superbia could that potentially be pride i don't know guys um my latin i didn't do latin in school i did german so uh ah is it perhaps an odd one out because of the things we've oh, got in the box. Oh, yeah, the one that's not there. Yeah, so we don't... And the green, what's... Green, green is envy. Yes. Green, the green box is envy. Yes, that works. Ha. Ah, so yeah. our, ob- <gasps> our object, we don't have... Let's a see, pen. So, <laughs> so we have we have in our boxes a booby, um, <laughs> some bacon, some dollar, a fist, a mirror, and some envy. <laughs> a whole the box of it. Wrath. So Ira is the fist. That would make sense, I suppose. Yeah. So, ah, yeah. So is it perhaps That's we have seven things here. We have six boxes. We find the odd one out. So, yeah, brilliant idea. So um, if we map these ancient Latin terms, whichever one is left, once we've mapped the ones we've, uh, like our objects to them, our kind of our seven sins, our six sins objects, whichever one is left is the box we should tick. Does that sound reasonable? Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, that makes Cool. We just need to work out what these the Latin roots of these could be. Because we all went to, um, our fathers all owned Derby, and we all went to, to private school. Oh, it's pretty <laughs> obvious. Is it? Okay, so luxuria. Luxuria is clearly breast, because tits are luxurious. So that's lust? Yeah, so what would lust be out of that set? Alad, you are completely right though, mate. Uh, greed and gluttony, I think, are different um, sins, aren't they? Because there's, gr- so do you reckon maybe gula is gluttony? Which one did you th- think was gluttony, Alad? 
All the Latin names, we've got Ira Avaricious. Superbia, I'd say, is probably Pride. Yep. Yeah, well, we're missing, we're, we're we haven't sloth, had we're sloth. Missing. We haven't had sloth, so we need to find out okay, so, what sloth is on that list. So, yeah, what could sloth be? I mean, Gula sounds slothish, I guess. Sounds all. <laughs> oh I don't know. I mean, which of yeah, these? Tom, have we ha- uh, Tom. We John, haven't had anything in the box that you could be sloth. You made me so angry, I forgot your name. Okay, guys. Go away. Which of these do we think could be sloth? I mean, the slothful sloth. thing to do would be to knock tick the list. Oh. But I doubt that would get us blank. out of hell. But there's nothing in a box that we we could correlate with sloth. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna make an executive decision. Okay, go for it, Bailey. <laughs> I'm gonna post it through blank because that's very slothful. Okay, you post the form through blank. Nothing happens when you return to the pedestal. There is a new form there. Oh, thank God. Okay, we tick the first box. Uh, no, no, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it, will de- it will definitely not be luxuria. Like, I can guarantee okay. it won't be Luxuria. I, we know or that it Ira. won't be Avaricia. It's not a CDA because John laughed at me, um, which isn't very... It's unlikely to be Superbia. It's unlikely to be Ira. A CDA, as in, like, I accede, I accept, maybe? Um, could it potentially <laughs> be that one? Oh, it's that. It's so that. Okay, let's go. Let's try a CDA. Okay. Okay, so let's take a CDA and post that through the letter. Nice for that. Oh, I was right! Oh my god, right, you put the letters through the letterbox and with a tremendous sigh of eight billion souls relaxing, you find the Helsinki. Oh <laughs> god. <laughs> Very good. And Thank thus Christ. you escape. So we put the key into the last remaining lock, open the gates of hell and walk away. Turning round as we do, we think we see the words Arbeit macht frei over the gates, but it's probably an illusion. Jesus. And we escape. We all ascend to the service and return to our car crash. Um, and I'll edit something fun in there about car crashes, um, which I'm sure there's loads of stuff. Diana, on that. again. <laughs> Brilliant. So, thanks very much for listening. You can subscribe to us on all of your favourite apps, feeds, iTunes, and at our website, theinfiniteescaperoom.com. You can also get in touch via Facebook and Twitter at tier underscore podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, and we hope you did, we'd be obliged if you could please leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook, as it's a big old help in reaching new audiences. We love you lots, and we'll speak to you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. 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 I am, I am, I'm trying to... It's <laughs> what we're recording. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> So Goodbye. Like, that was like the worst end of the worst.